This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good to see each of you. Uh, it's good to have gathered like this. His presence is here in our midst. Hallelujah. Our God is a good God. Amen. Our God is a good God. He has good intentions for our life. He has a good plan for our life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us read the scripture. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. Let us read from verse 1. It says, When Jesus saw the crowds... He went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yes, blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Praise God. Blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Praise God. Just reading through these precious, precious words of Christ. It reminds us where God's attention is. Praise God. It reminds us where God's attention is. God's attention is towards the poor in spirit. God's attention is towards... Those who mourn, those who are gentle, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Praise the Lord. I believe that we are in a time and an era that we need to refresh ourselves in God's word. I want to repeat that. Something the Spirit was laying on my heart as we were praying. Don't let the the tides of the times uh, drown out God's word in your life. Let me repeat that. Don't let the, yes, don't let the tides of the times drown out God's word in your life. Let it be the loudest voice in your life. God's word. Let it be the one that gives you the greatest courage. God's word. Praise the Lord. Let your courage, your boldness, let these things rise, church. Praise the Lord. Let these things rise, church. When we read these passages, we we realize that Christ wants us to define ourselves clearly. We must have a strong definition of who we are. Praise the Lord. We are those that are seated at the feet of Jesus this evening, for example. We are those that have chosen to be seated at the feet of Jesus this evening. Let me repeat that. We are those that have chosen to, to be seated at the feet of Jesus this evening. We desire to hear the Holy Spirit. Praise God. 
Praise God. We desire to hear the Holy Spirit because He has the words of eternal life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let it put a smile on your face. Jesus has the words of eternal life. You are in the right place doing the right thing because Christ is watching over us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I hope that you have spent some time in prayer. Uh, even as we started this, this service, it's such a joy to, when I walk and I see people reading their, their Bibles, spending some time in quietness. I'm telling you, it's such a joy. It's such a joy. Praise the Lord. Um, I would encourage you to indulge more in prayer. That's what you need. That's what we need. Indulge more in prayer, in speaking and communing with the Holy Spirit. The Lord is impressing that on my heart. Uh, it is a time that one must draw near. It is a time to draw near. Praise the Lord. It is a time to draw near. Near to God. Let, his, let your roots sink in. Let your roots sink in. Let your relationship with God grow deeper. It is time. It is time. If you are paying attention to things that are going on around the world, I, I want you to know, little flock, praise the Lord. Little flock, I want you to know. Yes. Let your roots... Yes, let, let it go deeper into your relationship with God. If you're listening to us, watching us from your homes or watching us later, take it as a prophetic warning. Take it as a prophetic um, uh, 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 warning that, uh, that yeah, we are entering certain times where there will be a sifting, sifting. The enemy comes in like a flood. But the Lord has raised up a standard. And that is for you to be immersed in the word of God. Immersed in his presence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how many of you are following things that are going on in different parts of the world. Uh, if you, um, you know, frankly, I, I encourage every single believer, every, every one of us to, to have a cursory glance, at least a cursory, cursory meaning at least have an awareness that a lot of things are shifting, a lot of things are falling in place. I know that we have our own sort of schedules. We have our own, yeah, I have my niece getting married, uh, uh, the one that you probably haven't met. Yeah, the, uh, the one that's elder to Bincy, Betsy. She's getting married in December. So I know that we as a family, the, those things are, uh, you know, we are, we are involved in those things. Those things are on our mind. I know that, uh, you know, a man of God is getting married yeah, this month. And um, I know the entire family and the church as well, it's, it's on our minds. 
All of these things, you know, day-to-day affairs. Yes, life affairs. Am I right? Yeah. You've got your schedule. You've got your schedule. You've got your business. The things that you've got your hands in. Praise the Lord. You've got your, uh, you know, I don't know how many accounts that uh, you maybe uh, have to watch it every month or watch it every week. Or investments that you've made. The job that you have. You know, Bincy is now doing internship. Um, she's doing internship. So she's, she has a sense of what it's like to do a, you know, nine to five job. Yeah. And we had some interesting conversations coming this side. Uh, and she has asked me to, to spare her in case, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> so in you nine to five jobs, you probably have a schedule for tomorrow. Something that you need to get done. There's a cake to deliver. There's a, there's a, yeah. Because it's second Saturday, I can't say there's school tomorrow. In the midst of all of this, be aware of what's happening in the kingdom of God. Be aware of what's going on in the kingdom of God. Uh, We are closer than ever to the coming of the Lord Jesus. The signs are everywhere. There's problems in the east. There's problems in the west. There's problems in the south. There's problems in the north. Uh, That's why I encourage you to have an understanding, pursue an understanding of the times that you're living in. Yes, let us not... One of the things that the Bible warns us is that as believers... The warning is to disciples, to the church, that we do not become cold. Keep the amber burning for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. For the, for the glory of, of Christ to be revealed um, before the end comes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, so be aware. Yes. Whew, so much going on. Praise God. Politics change. Politics will change. Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Praise the Lord. Media changes, but the truth does not change. Laws may change, but the church... I'm quoting from somebody and very interesting, the person put it like this. Laws will change, but the church doesn't. The laws of men may change, but the church remains the same. The same foundation. Praise the Lord. It is a time we need to examine our foundations. It is, it is a time to... Um, uh, the Lord put this on my heart, therefore I'm sharing this. It is a time to, to make sure you're on the right foundation. Praise the Lord. Let there be no confusion. Christ is our foundation. Laws may change. The church doesn't change. States may change, but our mission doesn't change. I encourage you that we are called to preach the gospel. This is the time. Take every opportunity. People are are in a very uh, desperate condition. 
people are in a very desperate condition there is a deep loneliness in the world a terrible loneliness in the world um, every connection that uh, god has blessed us with is under attack let me repeat that every connection that gives us meaning parents husbands and wives parents and children siblings teachers and students everything is under attack yes the love of many will grow cold everything is under attack like never in the history of mankind be aware church if there's a group of people that need to be aware that this is a ripe time for harvest it's the church people are uh, are uh, crying out their desperation everywhere there is a um, you know don't misunderstand the frankly the more zombie like they are becoming the more they need your uh, your attention your light my my concern and um, uh, i believe the spirit's concern is that uh, let us not become like them daily they are the transformation they are being see i don't find another word that i can uh, that can that i can use to describe the condition the world is is getting deeper and deeper into a very zombified condition a feelingless condition uh, um a cold condition you are the embers the holy spirit desires to use i remember this being shared uh, some months back and also it's been something that um, uh, the spirit of god has been teaching us through these seasons that we are to get more active in ministering the gospel see i have some other things prepared uh, and uh, if time permits definitely we will enter those things but this is a season to preach the gospel praise the lord i i'm looking at evangelists you know i remember these things being shared by the spirit some time back the lord prepares us understand something the lord prepares us um beforehand he prepares us not just for the sake of others but even for ourselves you should realize that when you preach the gospel when you preach the gospel it is not just for the other person it is for you as well for i am not ashamed amen for i am not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ for it is the power of god unto salvation for those who believe praise the lord you are you are partaking in the power of god see coming this side my the fuel tank of my car had a certain amount of fuel by the time i got into caught him there uh, the that that sound the these cars make nowadays one ding yes um you know it's 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 close to empty it's it's gone into reserve how do we how do we it is necessary for us to share the gospel 
we partake in the power of God. Praise the Lord. You partake in the power of God. And uh, I encourage you, share the gospel. Yes, in the midst of all that's going on. Two things I want to mention. Be aware of what's going on. Be, be aware of what's going on in the world. For there are prophetic signs everywhere. This week, I, I encountered two such prophetic signs. And uh, let me tell you, it put me on pins and needles. Praise God. It put me on pins and needles. It's important for us to be prophetically sharp. Sharp in prophetic things. Glory to God. I, I, uh, in discernment. The times. You know, that Beatitudes ends by telling us that they will persecute us like the prophets of old. My question to you is, do you feel like the prophets of old? It doesn't matter whether you've just had a baby. Yes, it doesn't matter whether you are, uh, you have, you're worried about tomorrow's curry. It rhymes. It doesn't matter. Are you keenly aware that you have a prophetic responsibility? That we are a voice in the wilderness. Be keenly aware. You've got to preach the gospel. Vincy, you are called as an evangelist. Yes. You are now in a hospital with, I don't know how many thousands of people share the gospel. Yeah, she's, a, she's an evangelist. There's, the calling of evangelism is, is upon you. And um, you are in the hospital in an internship. It is not for any other purpose. All the other purposes are subsidiary. You need to share the gospel. The Spirit of God is telling me, you must share the gospel. That's what you were born to do. Don't lose that fuel. There's a couple sitting behind you. Yes, you guys came together to share the joy of Jesus in many people's lives. We'll visit your neighbors. Or visit, you know, be led by the Holy Spirit. Um... Go and share the gospel. I, I do not know why the Spirit of God is putting this on my heart. Um, I, I sense that there is a, there is a sort of a cloud of um, distractions or a cloud of worries or anxiety. Or I do not know what it is. You, you, you probably know. Maybe the Spirit is speaking to you very clearly this evening. Uh, those of you that are watching us, um, that cloud's got to be dispersed. It has to be dispersed. Come to a focus. Come to the focus for which God called you. Praise the Lord. You are prophets. Thank you, Jesus. You are prophets. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Make decisions that you will not, you will not see the end of a day or the end of a week without preaching to somebody the gospel of Jesus. Gabby, you got to tell your friends about Jesus. Paul. You need to make one of those decisions that I won't let a week go by without speaking the gospel of Jesus to somebody. Benoy, you've got to make those decisions. I do not want a week to go past. I do not know why the Spirit is stressing this. Uh, is, is stressing it in a, in a way that we must plow. We must plow and be completely immersed in kingdom work. Praise the Lord. 
we must plow and be immersed in kingdom work. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Politics is not our salvation. Praise the Lord. I don't know if any of you spent hours this week, you know, trying to figure out where the heck the United States of America is going. <laughs> I spend a few hours, I must confess, and then I, I, I you know, uh, repented for being too focused on such things. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get confused, and I want to underline it in this church, no, underline it for those of you that come with us in this study. Politics is too often viewed as a means of redeeming the culture. When the reality is the fundamental problem of culture, the fundamental problem of culture is spiritual, not political. That which will transform people's lives is in, is in the palm of your hands. It's the gospel. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. One person uh, put it like this. The gates of hell may win elections, but shall never prevail against Jesus' church. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So let us, let us be totally focused on uh, what our mission is. Am I in a house full of missionaries? Filled with the mission of God? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, somebody asked Martin Luther, what, how did you accomplish what you accomplished? Because the organization Martin Luther, everybody knows Martin Luther. Yes. Okay. The organization that Martin Luther faced were, is a gigantic organization. It's massive in its uh, political power. Massive in its uh, sway of the masses. And they asked him, how did you do it? He said, I simply taught, preached, and wrote God's word. I simply taught, preached, and wrote God's Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I simply taught, preached, and wrote God's word. What am I supposed to do? Teach, preach, and write. Communicate the word of God. Amen. Express the word of God. I want you to bring all your social media accounts to subjection to God's word. Let every group in your, um, let every group in your WhatsApp um, uh, list or whatever, let every group hear the word of God. Time is short, church. I usually do not, yeah, time is short. Redeem the time, time is short. The Lord knows how much time is left, but the time is short. Hallelujah. The time is short. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, if the worry is that people will misunderstand you, people will hate you, people will 
mock you. If that's the worry, then Jesus said that should happen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22, Jesus said, You will be hated by all. Sometimes you wonder, Lord, uh, you know, mercy. It's a carpet. It's a carpet um, declaration. You will be hated by for my name's sake. We are in that time. It is time, church, to stand for righteousness. Tell people black is black and white is white. Teach and preach God's word. It's time. It's time. It's time. I don't know what we are at the brink of. By all measures, I don't know if there's a world war. We are at the brink of a world war. So one prophet, mm, uh, wonderful uh, teacher of, uh, of prophetic uh, scriptures, he said uh, a, the probability of something happening in December and Jan is very high. David's like, Phew. <laughs> I got November. <laughs> so um, it's at the very brink. If, if it um, doesn't happen, the Lord is just extending something. Or it is some sort of, it's at the very, I don't know if you're aware. Because frankly, from the way that, um, you know, many of us are, I'm not sure, you know, if we've caught the fire. Things that Christ said will be, will, will be the sure evidence or the sure um, signs of the very end are right in front of our eyes. You cannot escape it. You put on the television, it's there. You put on any debate, it's there. You put on anything or you... You're, you're, yeah, I hope you're... So I hope that uh, you're feeling the fire. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So this week, preach the gospel to somebody. Preach, find somebody. Beggar on the street, if necessary. You tell him, yes, I will give you something. I know a fantastic evangelist. He works in, in Pune. And um, one of the things that he does is he, he sees... Um, people on the street, and, and he will meet with them, even beggars, anywhere in the railway station, say, I want to bless you with something. And the beggar's like, okay. But before I give you something, I want to tell you something. And he shares the gospel. It's time, church. It's time to do things like this. It's time to 
cause some waves amongst your friends. It's time to open your mouth and say it. For the time is near. Those of you watching us and when you listen to this, dear Christian, it it is uh, paramount you share the gospel. Paramount. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What uh, the devil wants to do, even as we are considering, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall. Let me repeat that. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall. Praise the Lord. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall. And uh, that proclamation, Christ is, um, I mean, uh, how deep and wonderful the teaching is. If you are focused on purity of heart and keeping your heart pure in the eyes of God, you will see God. You will see the manifestation of God on a daily basis. God's personality, God's actions, they, they, will, they will be before you. And uh, it, it beggars the question, why, why is it that... I don't know if any of you have ever, ever had that uh, thought or uh, flirted with it. But I have come across the question often in, in Christian ministry and people say, you know, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And I have, I've heard people hear somebody else's testimony or uh, hear about some miracle report and then one of the things they would say is, why does nothing like that happen in my life? Or they hear a person's um, a testimony of God, uh, God's express presence, His presence, you know, being expressed in their life and uh, they're like... Um, you know, you feel like a third-class citizen in the kingdom of God. None of you have felt any of these things. But let me assure you today from what Christ is saying, it is a promise. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see. Take it like a child. Take these promises, these beatitudes, receive it like a child with the simplicity of it. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we're considering purity of hearts and having God's presence expressed in our life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Trust in the Lord. He will not fail you. Somebody needed to hear that. Trust in the Lord. He will not fail you. When you do the accounts, it will be absolutely right. Not a penny more, not a penny less. You just stay in the purity of heart. Praise the Lord. Stay in the purity of heart. The Lord is good. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. Thank you, Jesus. There's a passage in uh, Exodus that I would like to 
read and study today. It is a famous passage of scripture. Let me introduce it a little bit. I hope that your, the awareness of this passage and the study of this passage is not limited to uh, some movies that were done many decades ago. Sometimes I wonder when, when we say Exodus, I, I hope the, the, the picture in your mind is not yeah, limited to yeah, Ten Commandments, the movie or such things. I hope you have done a thorough study on the book of Exodus. Don't say amen. You know, it's for you to, yeah, a thorough study on the book of Exodus. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we get, uh, we think, man, uh, I'm in the New Testament and uh, does that really, you, boy, you better believe it. It has, it has a, a truckload of things to teach us. And this week I, I heard a man of God say that um, uh, in Exodus chapter 20, I will read Exodus chapter 20 verse 1. Let's look at this. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 1 following. Then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord, your... Praise the Lord. The Lord, the Lord, then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord, your... Who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And then he begins to give us, you know, strong commandments and teaching. So very, you look at this experience the Israelites had, is it not the same experience we've had? Before they received the law, they got saved. Of course, our experience in the new covenant, I will mention that and I will not, I hope I don't have to go back to that again, is, is um, huh? Is, is far greater. It is, um, uh, it is um, uh, the measureless um, expression of the Holy Spirit that's found in the new covenant. Okay, we'll keep that there. But look at this. God speaks and has a relationship with the people. He saves them before they get the law. Amen. He saves them before they receive the law. It is a shadow of that which is coming. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Um, this is why you start to study these things. You realize that the, the teachers of the law have no excuse to not understand grace. I mean, if you, if you examine the character of the people that came out of Egypt, the so-called you know, mighty Israelites, The ones that uh, you mention, a Jew and we Gentiles go green. That's the right color. Huh? Yellow? Yellow is fear. No. Jealousy is yellow or green? Green. Oh, both are used? Okay. <laughs> but you consider their character. Do 
Did their character qualify them to be saved? Did their character qualify them to be saved? I can't hear you. Of course not. There was a mediator. Praise the Lord. There was a mediator. His name is Moses. Praise the Lord. See, I, I tell you, you cannot escape the gospel. It's in the in this fully every corner of the Old Testament is full of the gospel. Every other, it makes sense only when you, you see the fullness came in Christ. And then you look at the Old Testament, whoa, it's the same God. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Praise the Lord. Today I want to inspire great confidence in you. Christ has brought you out of the house of slavery. Praise the Lord. Yeah, let us uh, realize that like what he did in destroying the weapons of the enemy. Yes, when he crushed Egypt, so he crushed the serpent and brought us out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? So I think uh, like Paul instructs us, like the apostle instructs us in Corinthians, let us consider these people. Let us consider these people. Let us learn. Let us learn uh, from the Israelites and their experience through the wilderness. Praise the Lord. I remember last, uh, the last time we had Bible study, we, we uh, spoke on the fact that we are not born with character. Yeah, none of us were born with character. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you don't have to praise God for that. But yeah, none of us, none of us were uh, born with character. But the Holy Spirit comes our way. The Holy Spirit comes our way that we may develop character. Praise the Lord that you may develop character. It is not about anything else. Uh, it is about becoming Christ-like. That's why you got saved. To become Christ-like. That's why I was filled with the Holy Spirit. That I may be Christ-like. That my character might change. That we might become light. That's why this, this evening, the Spirit of God is asking us to examine, how's the light going? Is it getting brighter and brighter? The light of Jesus Christ in your life. Is it getting brighter and brighter? Is that the journey of your... Or is it getting dimmer? And more concealed in the cares and concerns of this world. So we had considered the fact that you know, the, Christ, the Holy Spirit has come to direct our character. To give us a disposition that we may develop a character that we may not wander in the wilderness. But get to the promised land. Straight. Praise God. That we may live a life of purpose. <clears throat> and there was a portion of a point of time where Israel was idle for 40 days. Israel was idle for 40 days. Can you tell me what those 40 days? Ah! Oh! 
Moses went up the Moses the mediator has gone up the mountain he has ascended he is with the father interesting isn't it Israel is idle for 40 days. And in those 40 days, Benoit, what did they achieve? What did they achieve in those 40 days? They made for themselves a golden. They cave in and craft an idol. Idleness or spiritual purposelessness spiritual purposelessness leads to idolatry and stupidity it can be argued that no group of people has ever seen such a demonstration of God's glory it can be argued It can be argued that no people in the history of mankind on a scale and grandeur that Hollywood will never reach. Do you know that? I mean, they have to put a um, virtual reality kundam on your face. Because they cannot do it on the scale that God does it. Somebody say amen. The scale at which the Israel experienced God's glory. Whew, if it is a distant memory, you need to study Exodus. Let me ask you a question. One, can you tell me one of the similarities of their experience at the foot of that mountain that connects with the coming of the Lord Jesus? Bible quiz time. Hmm? There's a specific thing. Let me. Uh, Exodus chapter 19. When's the last time you read Exodus chapter 19? <coughs> Check this out. Verse 16 onwards. So it came about on the third days. You are all there. Exodus chapter 19. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Our God is a great God. Amen. When you step out of here, make sure that you don't miss a lightning. Yes. To understand that's the glory of God. Okay. So it came about on the, on the third days when it was morning. There were... What? There were... Thunder and lightning flashes and a thick cloud. Are you imagining this? You got to imagine this. Sometimes I wondered, have we forgotten what mountains look like? Yeah, is the only mountains that you have looked at that silly screen on your phone? Take a trip. It's not too far 
you can just go a little bit which direction almost any direction in this area you you yeah go towards the east you must yeah and then and uh, somewhere there get off and start reading this when you are in one of those valleys oh you get off one of those uh, in those valleys in munar you should just get off there and read this passage of scripture because you i don't think we understand the scale and uh, you know because uh, let me tell you something let us not restrict the power of god uh, let us understand this god is not um, uh, uh, you know this whole thing we say that uh, the signs are very less and all no the signs are everywhere his his power is displayed everywhere he, it is it is um, um, impossible to refute his glory hope some of you saw the the uh, what do they call that moon the now uh, the blood moon this 3 uh, 4 days back not that you could see it from outside your house yeah it it was in another part of the world but man oof is absolutely incredible anyway verse 16 it says it came about and and you are aware that was on the day the elections were being counted ah who is eh? don't miss out you know christmas is coming and christmas is all about the majority that missed out do you know that one of the lessons of christmas is that the majority missed out and a very small minority didn't miss Praise the Lord. You know, yeah, that's what. Stay aware. All those stories must, you know, must make you, you know, get your spiritual life and your awareness. What's going on? Oh, shake all that other stuff off of you. That's distracting you. Because you don't want to miss it. God is doing things. In verse sixteen, it says, "So it came about on the third days." when it was morning there was thunder and lightning flashes have you imagined it i want to repeat what i often say scripture says these things so you imagine it yes scripture wants you to imagine what's what's transpiring that's the correct use of your imagination then there were thunder and lightning flashes and a thick cloud upon the mountain and a very loud I think the other things have stuck in our head the the clouds the lightning to some extent I don't know were you aware I should have done a quiz before this just simply asked you about Exodus chapter 19 and a few um, fill in the blanks what all did what all happened on the mountain probably thick cloud yeah I think some of us remember yeah <laughs> it was lightning and thunder praise the lord you know this modern age with all that's possible when i do things like this i i wonder i should i have just you know played a illustrated a yeah like uh, the man of god did this week yeah with the grain and and all of that i uh, uh, man you know have some of these effects uh, yeah have it at the tip of your fingers thunder paul i'm giving you homework have thunder somewhere available um the sound of thunder the sound of lightning Paul is that good just have to press the button and and that it plays that track what do you think sound of earthquake yeah 
I need a commitment. You're giving me a smile, which means so many things in Malayali land. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, trumpet, a nice, you know, majestic trumpet sound. Hmm? Yeah, Binoy can create the cloud, yes. <laughs> uh, see, this is, you know, this is what the people were experiencing. And who are these people? These are the ones that saw the plagues. They have seen the Red Sea. They have seen miracles after miracles after miracles. Rivers turning red. Miracles after miracles. So you've seen a lot of miracles in your life? You ain't seen anything yet. God is not stingy with miracles. You're paying attention. You pay attention. You stay close to the Lord. He'll take care of the miracles department. I, I, I testify. That is an experience. You will see miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thunder and lightning came about on the third days when it was morning. There was thunder and lightning flashes. A thick cloud upon the mountain and a I love the specifics. A very loud. What do you say? Very loud. Very loud. Yeah, put your throats into it. Say very loud. Very loud. Uh, make it a little more louder. Very loud. very loud. See that entire area is experiencing the trumpet sound from the mountain. Say very loud. Very loud. Amen. I'm tempted to, yeah, I will leave that. Say very loud. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Say very loud. So there's a little bit of license for preachers who want to get a little loud. Yeah, sometimes this is the only way to get your attention. We, we need to get loud. A very loud trumpet sound so that... All the people who were in the camp trembled. We are talking lakhs. Thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands of people trembling in their camp. Here if we are 20 numbers we don't tremble. We are talking an entire nation is trembling by the sound of that trumpet. And the sound of lightning and thunder. And Moses, and Moses, verse 17, brought the people out of the camp to meet. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you are aware of what is transpiring when you come for church service and when you have your quiet time. Uh, you got to understand in the spiritual all this is going on. The spiritual realm realizes it. Praise the Lord. The spiritual realm realizes it. What's happening? The spiritual realm realizes it. 
there is a spiritual thunder around you there is a spiritual cloud around you there is a trumpet that resounds that the enemy's camp trembles for you are meeting god moses brought the people out of the camp to meet god and they stood at the foot of the mountain the lord on mount sinai was all in smoke because the lord descended upon it in fire praise the lord this is jesus by the way amen you can say amen Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. The, 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 uh, in fact, one archaeologist, um, Ron Wyatt by name, he found this mountain uh, in Saudi Arabia. The, the top of the mountain is, is charred. It's, it's burnt. Try burning a mountain. What kind of fire is this? Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace. The whole mountain quaked. Am I reading? You notice the details? This is the problem with us. We We don't notice the things that scripture has very clearly told us. The whole... This is the God we serve. It's the same. It's the same God. Praise the Lord. Now remember these things when you walk into a government office. You represent somebody who, who quakes mountains. Yeah, hills melt like wax in the presence of God. Uh, the one that you are pursuing a relationship with, uh, it's not in virtual reality. This is, the, this is, this is real. The devil wants to trap you in virtual reality. This is, this is reality. This is the truth. Amen. The whole mountain quaked violently. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. I didn't know the trumpet was such a star in the, in the, in the Sinai experience. The trumpet grew louder. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him with thunder. Moses spoke and God... See, I, I can't even... How do I illustrate this? The sound of the trumpet is growing louder and louder and louder. Moses is speaking in the midst of all. The mountain is quaking. No movie has done justice to this. Yeah. To these things. Trust me. And I don't think they ever will. And Moses speaks and God answered him with thunder. Today, you know, we are, uh, we are sharing these. The church is wearing t-shirts 
of of characters comic characters that are taking these things away from the true god you think that is a coincidence today children in 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 certain churches i i don't believe in this church are more more well versed with the abilities of these comical characters yeah these super zeros that's what i like to call them super zeros i know full grown teenage forget teenage even into their um you know 40s believers wearing these these things and uh, cramming into theaters and and so um transfixed on these things what do you think is going on michael what do you think is going on isn't it obvious the glory of the living god is being yeah by a green screen that's all it is you know that oh it's just a green screen moses spoke verse 19 god answered him with thunder praise the lord if possible some day if possible and the lord tarries in coming i i uh you know i bless this church with being able being able to to depict the glory of god in in some way on stage you know in, in god give you wisdom for such things praise the lord moses spoke and god answered him answered him with thunder the lord came down on mount sinai this is the context this is what these people are experiencing so let us let's keep reading the lord came down on mount sinai to the top of the mountain the lord called moses to the top of the mountain and moses then the lord then the lord spoke down spoke to moses go down warn the people so that they do not break through to the to the lord to gaze and many of them perish and also let the priests also come near to the lord consecrate themselves or the or the or else the lord will break out against <coughs> there's no majesty like the majesty of god uh, is is not our hearts to be taken up by this glorious one amen is not our hearts to be full of awe toward this glorious one with such power with such great power he's there's no no one like our god Amen there's no one like our God. Then the Lord spoke to Moses go down warn the people so that that's verse 21 so they do not break through to the Lord to gaze and many of them perish. Also let the priests also come near to the Lord consecrate themselves or else the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord the people cannot come up to the mount to mount Sinai for you warned us saying set bounds around the mountain consecrate it. Then the Lord said to him, "Go down and come up again, you and Aaron with you, and do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, or He will break forth upon them." So Moses went down to the people and told them. 
such glory, such power. <clears throat> such glory and such power. You know, sometimes we share amongst ourselves such... Um, we say that if the church was a place where the building shook, you know, people would get in shape. You need to read Exodus. There is no doubt that God displayed his glory in this manner for us, for the sake of the Israelites. I see God's love in his display of his glory. It's God's love. And it is etched and written in the, in, the, in the word of God for us to constantly remind ourselves who this God is. You know, I, I tell people if you, you read Revelation regularly, uh, people that come for prayer workshop, I tell them, read the book of Revelation regularly. So we know who we are speaking to. <laughs> Let us know who we are speaking to. Uh, in fact, our whole uh, lingo, our language will change. Um, where, uh, you need to look at passages like this so that you can speak like the saints of God in faith, knowing that nothing is too difficult for God. See, and, and you give him the respect that he's, he's due. Amen. You give him the respect that he's due. You, you, um, um, you're able to connect with his holiness. Praise the Lord. His holiness, is, is that, that's not debatable, is it? Your conversation will change. Hallelujah. We will start speaking like the scripture. The cattle on a thousand hills are yours, O oh God. As a mighty woman of God who, who, uh, who used to use that regularly in her Christian life. And she saw some great results. Her name is Cory Ten Boom. She used to pray like this and see incredible miracles. She says, Lord, you, you, you own a cattle on a thousand hills. Sell a few of them and give me some. And in her experience that happened. That released blessings on her life. And then you're looking at the wealth of God's revelation, the word of God for us to use in prayer. The one who shook the mountain. The one who shook Mount Sinai. Thank you, Lord, you'll take care of this situation I'm facing. Thank you, Lord, that I need to meet this government official, the one who shakes mountains. I commit it into your hands. This is, it releases a tremendous power. The word of God is like a seed, as you've been hearing. It has tremendous, incredible power. This is the context of what we are going to look at, Exodus chapter 32. Exodus chapter 32. Now if the devil can, if the devil can make us spiritually purposeless, if he can take that drive and focus out of you, then he knows our nature, that we will end up doing things like we read in Exodus chapter 32. This is why the Spirit of God has been emphasizing from the beginning of the service, the answer to your prayers, the answer to the problems of your life is to get connected with God. 
Let me repeat that. There's somebody that needs to hear that. The answer to your situation, how you're going to face that situation, and what's ahead for you is to connect with the will of God, is to connect with the purpose of God. Now when the people, verse 1, Exodus chapter 32, verse 1, now when the people saw In Malayalam, there's a phrase, you know, <laughs> what, what are you seeing? The mountain is shaken. There's been thunder and lightning. There's a competition between trumpets and lightnings and, and uh, earthquakes to, to declare the glory of God. But what did the people see? Moses Boa. Moses Ivadilla. So who's a, who where is your focus? The biggest mistake we make in life is that our security is some flesh. Some flesh and bone. You, you get what I'm saying. And our spirituality is connected to somebody who's going. Now when people saw that Moses delayed, When people saw that Jesus delayed, or delay as we call it, it's all here. I mean, I, I've been teaching the Word of God for X number of years, and it, it still baffles me. It's still blows me away that everything is here you you look at the word of god and you realize you know god is not surprised he already told us about everything he told us about everything all our ailments all our problems on every level is exposed very clearly <laughs> Now when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled about the pastor. Church politics. In its myriad, yeah, if you're thinking only about, you know, the elections and People throwing uh, what um, chairs at each other. It's not just that. It's on so many levels. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled about Aaron. One uh, Bible teacher uh, was expressing that if you look at this, um, uh, was teaching that if you look at this, 
the construction, people assembled about Aaron. Uh, this is not a peaceful assembly. <laughs> Some of us have this, uh, we, we have the idea that this is like, oh, the people just assembled, you know, and then, you know. Uh, but if you look at the construction in the, in the original language, it, it's like a um, gathering against. Ah. The people assembled about Aaron and said to him, come. It's not a request. It's not request language. Today the church is facing such situations where the church needs to change what the word of God says. People in the congregation are demanding that doctrines of the church change. Ah, For the express purpose of changing what the word of God says. Committee meetings. Come. Make us a God. I mean, frankly, I'd like to stop here because I do not want to miss anything in the scripture. God has just shaken mountains. He shook mountains. He has parted seas. He has crushed the superpower of that time before their very eyes. This is the same generation. And what transpired when you received the gospel is just as earth-shattering and earth-moving and just as massive as what transpired with the people of Israel. God brought you out of the kingdom of darkness, crushed Satan's power over you by what he did on the cross. What you witnessed on the cross, that's why in, in um, Galatians chapter 2, I believe, Galatians chapter 2, Paul asks the question, who bewitched you? Who has bewitched you, O foolish Galatians, before whose eyes yeah, Christ is portrayed, was clearly portrayed as crucified. So let me first underline the fact that if you are looking at these people and thinking, what a bunch of, you know, yeah. If you're, I want you to know, you need to examine yourself. Because, uh, yeah, these are given to us as an example. I want you to know that you have drunk of Christ the rock when you accepted the Lord into your life. Uh, miracles that broke Egypt took place over your life. And in your experience with the Holy Spirit, there has been trumpets. The earth has shaken. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Understand, understand that God is in our midst. This is the mountain of God. This is the mountain of God. The church is the mountain of God. But where are we? We need to ask ourselves a question. Have we become so distracted? Have we become so man-oriented? That the very purpose of our, of our assemblies have, are not fulfilling the, the, what the Holy Spirit wants. 
today, yeah. See, when I say things like this, it is not for you to feel any condemnation. It is not about condemnation. I'm saying these things so that you're aware of certain trends, certain things that you must shake off. Where, where the kingdom of God has become tertiary, it has become, uh, you know, it's way down the list in our perspective. Do you understand? Praise the Lord. Let us, let us rekindle our, our uh, uh, perspective. To be aligned with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Have you taken your eyes off God and is it placed on man? We need to ask ourselves these questions. Whose agenda are you following? Your own human agenda or are you following the kingdom of God? Being swayed by the Holy Spirit. Are you on fire for God? Thank you, Jesus. I want to spend a few moments in prayer. Let us, let's close our eyes. Abba, we are, we are cut to the quick by the Holy Spirit this evening. When we see a people that has seen such glorious wonders, the Spirit of God is expressly reminding us that we have seen, if not greater miracles, we have seen, if not greater miracles, that we are saved. The prince of darkness enslaved us. The prince of peace set us free. It was for freedom Christ set us free. And what is this freedom? To live a life of worship. What is this freedom for which Christ set us free? It is to live a life of worship. That is true freedom. Worship is true freedom. That you spend every waking hour aligning your heart and mind to what the Spirit of God wants. The Lord is um, expressly saying there is a, a, a weariness, a, a tiredness that has crept into your system. And the reason for that tiredness is the lack of the fire of God in your life. The reason for that um, purposelessness is that you have taken your eyes off the one that was portrayed so clearly crucified before you. We are living a time that the Lord has given us To be totally immersed in the kingdom of God. Man, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray you would keep us, you would make us aware and you would give us the discernment that we do not make a God according to our likeness. That Lord, we as a, as a, as a gathering, as an assembly, Lord, that we are those that seek for the expression of the Holy Spirit, for the, for the power of God to, to be manifest, for our hearts and minds to be focused on the God 
who set us free. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. If all that you're seeing is man, if all you're seeing is the kingdoms of man, man's riches, man's glory, if this is all that occupies your mind, you've missed, you've missed the lesson of your salvation. The miracle of your salvation. It is that the all-consuming, the reason you were transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his beloved son is that he would be the light that guides you. He will be the vision that, that, um, that um, consumes you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray that unlike this assembly that we read of in, in Exodus, that we would be like that assembly, that we would be like that assembly in the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. Jesus, that we would be like that assembly of your disciples, of your people, ready for the empowering of the Spirit of God ready with feet ready for the movement of the gospel lord with with a heart and mind set on the king of kings and the lord of lords thank you jesus thank you jesus lord we agree we agree that this will be a place, a church, that those that watch the teachings that are broadcast on this channel, Lord, we agree in prayer that miraculously, Lord, those whales that are, that are put on their eyes will be removed. That this will be a place where whales are removed. That there is a clear vision of God. Yes, we are here to see God. We are here to see God. You are more than enough. You are more than enough. You are what I need. Jesus. Do with me as you please. Thank you, Father. Hello, this is Nisha Dilip Koshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.